Fair Use Notice. This audio recording of From Babylon to Timbuktu by Rudolf R. Windsor may contain copyrighted material, the use of which has not always been specifically authorized by the copyright owner. I am making such material available in efforts to further the understanding of both scriptural and historical matters as pertains to an individual scriptural walk. I believe this constitutes a fair use of any such copyrighted material as provided for in Section 107 of the U.S. Copyright Law. In accordance with Title 17 U.S.C. Section 107, the material in this audio recording is distributed without profit to those who have expressed an interest in receiving the included information for research and educational purposes as well as spiritual edification. Toda. Shalom, or Shalom for my people who speak Paleo-Hebrew. This is your host, Feng Shui Zay, or excuse me, Isaiah B, a.k.a. Feng Shui Zay. And thank you for tuning in to the reading of From Babylon to Timbuktu, A History of Ancient Black Races, Including the Black Hebrews, by Rudolf R. Windsor. The reading of this book is not meant to cause racial tension between people, but to finally shed light on the truth, the truth that has been hidden from us for so long and to finally know our true history, quote-unquote, black history. Also, during the span of this reading, I will stay true to what the author has written in this book. Shalom, and please enjoy. Chapter 3. Afro-Asian Culture Goes to Europe The Sumerians, Babylonians, and Ethiopians were black people. They contributed much to the advancement of civilization. Because they studied astrology, they were capable of formulating many principles of astronomy. These black people were so sagacious and skillful that they were able to divide the years into months, weeks, hours, minutes, and seconds. In mathematics, they developed the decimal system. The most famous of the Babylonian kings was Hammurabi, who ruled about 2150 BC. He was outstanding for his codification of a system of laws founded on a retaliation as the punitive measure for crime. He also established a seven-day week with the last day a rest day or Sabbath. This idea was adopted by the Hebrews and then transmitted to the Greeks, Romans, and other Europeans. The literature of the Babylonians is quite interesting. Long ago, these black people wrote with a sharp instrument on clay tablets. Thousands of these tablets have been found, and some of them disclose a popular work known as the Enuma Elish, or the Creation Epic, the story of how the world began derived from the Babylonians. After the dispersal of mankind at the Tower of Babel, the black Hamites migrated toward the east, south, southwest, and the west. These black Hamites settled in the land of Canaan. Later on, it was called Israel. The land of Canaan gets its name from the youngest son of Ham, who was Canaan. The Canaanites were the primordial aborigines of the land of Canaan. We may call them Africans because of their blood relationship to the other inhabitants of the African continent. There were 11 Canaanite tribes living in the land of Canaan and surrounding it before the black Israelites possessed it. The greatest cultural and commercial cities of these black Canaanites were Tyre and Sidon, sometimes written Zidon. This city gets its name from Sidon, the firstborn son of Canaan. The Sidonians and the Tyrians were of the same race, and their kings ruled over both of these cities. In many history books, you will read about the Sidonians under the name Phoenicia. The Greeks called the Sidonians Phoenicians, land of palm, because they found many palm trees there. But the Sidonians called their nation by the name of Canaan. Phoenicia, or the land of the Sidonians, was located to the north of Palestine, along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea, bounded by that sea on the west and by the mountain ranges of Lebanon on the east. 
Tyree and Sidon were founded about 2300 BC. The Tel El Amorna tablet showed that Tyree was a place of great strength in the 15th century BC. Sidon was still older. For a long time, it was the only black Phoenician city known to the Greeks. Even after Tyree took the leadership, the Greeks and Hebrews spoke of the Phoenicians as Sidonians, and King Ethbaal of Tyree is called King of the Zidonians. These black people were proficient in philosophy, astronomy, geometry, arithmetic, and navigation. They had good harbors, which enabled them to navigate to distant lands such as Cyprus, Sardinia, Crete, Rhodes, Cadiz, Sicily, Carthage, Tangier, Ophir, and the Canary Isles. These Phoenicians were skilled also in metalwork, needlework, and embroidery. They extracted dye from selfish abounding in the adjacent waters. This dye became known later as the Tyrian Purple. They made glass from the white sand of the Mediterranean coast. The Phoenicians spoke a Hamitic Semitic language so closely allied to the Hebrew that Phoenician and Hebrew, though different dialects, may practically be regarded as the same language. As it was previously stated, there were 11 Canaanite tribes, Sidonians, Hittites, Jebusites, Amorites, Gergesites, Hivites, Archites, Sinites, Arvidites, Zemorites, and the Hamathites. Hebrew has its origin in the Canaanite language. When Abraham came from the region of Babylon into the land of Canaan, he found the Canaanite language similar to his own language. Abraham communicated very well with the inhabitants of the new land, adopted the Canaanite language, made certain modifications, and it became known as Hebrew. The Hebrew language was very similar to the Canaanite, says the Bible Dictionary. Phoenician or Canaanite can be classified as an African language because the Canaanites were blood brothers of the Egyptians, Ethiopians, Nubians, Sudanese, and other Africans. The Phoenicians established a colony in the north called Carthage, and they, the Carthaginians, always considered themselves Canaanites. When Moses led the black Israelites out of Egypt, or northeast Africa, Moses died in the wilderness. Then Joshua led the Israelites into the land of Canaan and dispossessed the Canaanites. Now it is written in a Jewish book called the Babylonian Talmud. For when the Africans came to plead against the Jews before Alexander of Macedon, they said Canaan belongs to us as it is written, the land of Canaan with the coast thereof, and Canaan was the ancestor of the people. These Canaanites or Africans were driven out of the land of Canaan by Joshua. About 332 BC, Alexander conquered Palestine. As stated above, the Africans came to Alexander claiming that the land of Canaan belonged to them. The point that I want to elucidate is that the Canaanites considered themselves Africans. Consequently, we can correctly say that the Hebrew Canaanite language is one of the African languages. Many of the private houses of these black people were equipped with cisterns for storing water. The wealth of Phoenicia, or Carthage, was predicated on clandestine. Technical procedures in manufacture, secret mines of advantageous and expensive metals, concealed secret trading posts in the remote areas from Ethiopia to Pillars of Hercules. Their knowledge of navigation enabled them to reach the British Isles and the Arctic Ocean. The English alphabet derived from two ancient black nations, the Phoenician Canaanite alphabet and the Hebrew. The Phoenicians had a powerful navy. They were a great trading people. When the Phoenicians traded with the Greeks, the Greeks did not have an alphabet. As a result, they adopted the Phoenician alphabet in order to transact business. The Greeks passed this alphabet to the Romans, and the Romans transmitted it to the German Anglo-Saxon tribes. Then it was brought to the British Isles. The first two letters of the Phoenician and Hebrew alphabet are Aleph and Bet, which is similar to the word alphabet. 
the black Phoenicians also gave a system of weights and measures to the Europeans. The city of Carthage was called the Queen of the Sea. The Carthaginians controlled the commerce in the Mediterranean Sea. A new nation emerged in the peninsula of Italy, Rome, which challenged the commercial interest and supremacy of Carthage and the Mediterranean. This state of hostility led to three long wars called the Punic Wars. The first Punic War was in the years 264 through 241 BC, mostly naval battles which Italy won. The second Punic War was fought in the years 218 through 201 BC. A black general by the name of Hannibal was the extraordinary figure who did what was considered the impossible by crossing the Alps with elephants. In Italy, he was victorious over the Romans. He was very resourceful and crafty. When he got into a difficult situation at one time, he drove herds of cattle into the Romans. His unexpected victories amazed and terrified the city of Rome. But at the end, because of the lack of men and supplies, he had to return to Africa, or Carthage. The Third Punic War was in the years of 149 through 146 BC and fought at Zama in Africa. Because of Hannibal's skill in warfare, his strategy is taught in the military colleges around the world. The Egyptians The Egyptians are Africans and descendants of the Hamites. All Hamites are the offspring of their father, Ham. The first Egyptian was called Mizraim, according to the Hebrews. This Mizraim was the son of Ham, Genesis 10 and 6. Ancient and modern scholars have established the location of Mizraim as Egypt. The word Mizraim is a plural form meaning Upper and Lower Egypt. About 3,300 years before the Christian era, Egypt was divided into two kingdoms. A great black pharaoh named Menes united these two kingdoms by conquest. The later pharaohs wore a dynastic insignia on their crown, the snake of Lower Egypt and the hawk of Upper Egypt, representing the time when Egypt was divided. These subsequent pharaohs held the title of King of Upper and Lower Egypt. After Egypt was united, her navy went out of the Mediterranean and traded with the inhabitants of the coastal towns and islands such as Crete and Cyprus. Thousands of years ago, the Egyptians established powerful governments and built empires that extended in all directions. They even held dominion over the Canaanite brothers in Palestine for a long period of time. These black Egyptians were proficient in mathematics, medicine, engineering, and agriculture. They used geometry to resurvey the land every year after the Nile River overflowed. Pythagoras, the Greek mathematician, learned mathematics from the black Egyptians. By the way, algebra came from the black Arabs. The word algebra came from the Arabic word algebra, and it means the science of equations. When the black Moors conquered Spain and Portugal, they carried algebra into Europe. And Mizraim begat Ludim, and Anamim, and Lehabim, and Naphtuhim, and Pathrusim, and Kasluhim, out of whom came Philistine, and Kaphtarim. When Mizraim begat his children, they dwelled in Egypt, except the Kaphtarim and the Philistines, which inhabited the islands of Crete and the Mediterranean Sea. In remote ancient times, the people not only of Asia and Africa were black, but also the people of the southern European lands on the Mediterranean Sea. The black races that controlled the commerce and established colonies on the Mediterranean were the Phoenicians and the Philistines. Aber Wendt, in his book It Began in Babel, says that Crete was a dominant power during and up to the 2nd century B.C. This Cretan power could have been no other than part of the Phoenician Carthaginian Empire because the city of Carthage did not fall into the year 146 B.C. Where did European civilization and culture begin?
Scholars say that it came from the Africa and Asia through Crete. Investigators consider Crete to be the birthplace of European culture. There are many myths surrounding the island of Crete. One is, it was to Crete that Zeus, father of gods, abducted the Phoenician princess Europa and fathered three sons upon her. Zeus came in the form of a white bull and abducted a black princess because the Phoenicians were a black people. Some scholars believe that before the Indo-European penetration of southern Europe and Asia, Greece was called Europe. Most likely, some Cretans settled in Greece. Hebert Wendt says that the name Europe is derived from the Semitic word Ereb. He said that ancient Asiatics considered the word Ereb to be something dark, ignorant, and mysterious. And therefore, Europe was the dark part of the earth. A social cataclysm struck the island of Crete and destroyed its capital at Knossos at about 2000 BC. These black Philistines migrated from Kaftor, or Crete, to the land of Canaan and settled along the southern coast of Palestine. The land of Palestine gets its name from the Philistines who inhabited that region. Yo, 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 it's your host, Isaiah B, a.k.a. Funk Shuize, and you have just finished the third chapter of From Babylon to Timbuktu, A History of Ancient Black Races, Including the Black Hebrews by Rudolf R. Windsor. I hope that you found out some more edifying things that I hope that some things were revealed to you about, you know, how smart our people were. Um, I know I was surprised when I first read through this chapter, but um, I hope you all continue to listen in. Shalom. Much love.